Hello, everybody. Welcome to the world's greatest Bronze Age Spider-Man podcast. Here comes the Spider-Cast. I'm your co-host, Mike Gell. As always, I'm joined by... Joshua Mervell. And today, we are going to be taking a look at three of the episodes from the 90s Spider-Man cartoon. That's right. We are wrapping up the end of Season 4 and starting Season 5. And the sure. first episode we're going to talk about is... Partners in Danger, Chapter 10, The Lizard King. Very right. succinct title. Season there you go. 4, Episode 10. Yep. And Josh, um, tell us what happened in this one. All right. So we're picking up from last issue or last episode where Peter has revealed his identity to Mary Jane. And he asks MJ to uh, marry him. Uh, she says yes, and then they kind of tell the family, they tell Aunt May and Aunt, Aunt Anna and all them, and then they're trying to, like, figure out wedding, the wedding situation and what's going to be happening, and they decide to ask Kurt Connors to give MJ away at the wedding and to, like, walk her down the aisle, which doesn't really make any sense. I don't think that MJ or Kurt Colonels have ever even had a conversation together. It makes sense for like sure, him being a father figure to Spider-Man yeah. to Peter, but anyways. Uh then we also get like a reveal that Kurt Connors is kind of like using an updated lizard serum cuz we see him with a lizard arm, but he is still in control. So, um I think MJ and Peter are like on a date at some point, and then a bunch of lizards start spying on them. Lizard, a bunch of lizard, lizard people. people. Yes, yeah, a bunch people. of lizard people. Oh, it, sorry. This is at the sorry. This is this is at the same time that MJ asks Kurt Connors. Mm -hmm. uh, these lizard people show up, and Peter's. Uh, uh, runs away to change into Spider-Man and he confronts these lizard people that are trying to kidnap MJ and Kurt Connors because they believe that Kurt Connors is their father. <laughs> so we see them like in the sewers uh, after they've been kidnapped. Peter, unfortunately, wasn't able to save them. So uh, as they're down in the sewers, it's revealed that when... Kurt Connors was in the full lizard form. He had a bunch of pet lizards down in the sewer. And when he went back into a human, the lizards escaped and lived in the sewers. And some sort of ooze, some sort of secret Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle secret ooze dripped mm -hmm. on them and they turned into mutant lizards. Right. Um, and so technically, it's kind of like Kurt Connors is their father, father mm -hmm. because he owned them when they were actual lizards and not lizard right. people. So they have some weird plan to uh, kidnap him and make him the leader. And it doesn't look like um, Kurt Connors is possibly going to make it out of this. Like Spider-Man can't defeat these lizard people. So he goes down and saves MJ and MJ is able to escape and run to um kurt connor's wife and tell her what's going on and reveals that there's like a tape somewhere hidden in their house in case anything like this were to happen and she plays the tape and it's kurt connor's recording himself and he essentially explains that 
Um, if this were to ever happen and there were to be like a huge outbreak or if he was to turn into a lizard, there is this explosive device, like a detonation, that is supposed to destroy anything that has like radioactive mutated blood. So it's like a bomb to kill all twisted mutant people. Right. So because there's so many of these lizard people living in the sewers and Kirk Connors is captive, uh, yeah, is, is kidnapped by them, they feel like this is possibly their only option. Um, I believe it's MJ who says there has to be something else that they can do. So they actually bring this to Deb Whitman, our favorite uh, character in the yes. show. Uh, and it turns out that she's able to like change this explosive device through science, I guess through science using science. Yeah. yeah. Uh, to not kill everything that is mutated, but to kill the mutations themselves, turning them back into their original form. So their plan is to now go into the sewer, uh, find Kirk Connors and the rest of the lizard people set off this detonation and turn everybody back into lizards or in Kirk Connors case, human. And, there is this like big battle and like Spider-Man is thrown into like a gladiator lizard ring or whatever. I, nobody really cares. The detonation goes off and everybody turns into a lizard or, and Kurt Connors turns back into a human and Peter and MJ get away and make out on the rooftop at the end of the episode. So, yeah, um, yeah. I thought this episode was pretty good. I yeah. mean, all things considered. <laughs> it's a weird I, premise, but it's good. Yeah, like I don't know if I think like okay i can accept the lizard can mm -hmm. i accept more lizards that seems to be pushing the boundaries of believability right like it doesn't <laughs> right like, it doesn't i draw feel, the line at I, one lizard man. yeah exactly like <laughs> it's one thing for the lizard to be a villain that like fights spider-man but to have like more lizard people living in the sewers it kind of ceases to become yeah. a spider-man story it's, it's becoming something weirder yeah, I don't know if it, you agree. it also I think where it's weird for me is that it's not somehow tied to like something that Kurt Connors is actively doing to like mm -hmm. create the serum or something. It just happens to be this other ooze that leaks into the sewers that the lizards go and lick up to turn right. them into lizard people that look and act exactly like Kurt Connors. You know what I mean? Right, it would right, I think right. it would be a little bit more like believable and less of a plot hole if it was like some sort of gas leak or something that was happening from an experiment that Kurt Connors was doing to help develop a better serum that wasn't going to turn him into a full lizard or something right mm -hmm. like this something that he has done has like caused this to happen and that's why they turn into lizard people that look identical to him essentially right um that could be, yeah, it, it, it is a little weird that there's this whole society down here of people that have just been living down here for years, I guess, long enough to make a gladiator arena and have like See, a huge that, stadium. That's where it, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's right? what like, it, yeah, that's what becomes really stupid is that, yeah, yeah. Everything else so. is okay. I mean, it's enjoyable. It's definitely enjoyable. But the question is, is is it appropriate to this show? I don't know. Right. Yeah. Uh. So yeah. the animation was also okay in this one. Yeah. Um. I was surprised at how 
well it was done for it being kind of like a one-off um filler episode like sure. nothing super important happens in it uh we already know that mj and peter are engaged or that his identity was revealed at least so it like nothing of consequence really happens in this issue right sorry yeah started. episode yeah, yeah but i get you i get what you mean uh yeah i don't know i guess it's kind of like here's the thing is as far as i know this is also not based on any particular spider-man story no right? i don't i don't think so so it's kind of not really essential viewing it's not really a classic spidey story adapted right so i yeah. did think it was enjoyable but it's also easily skippable yeah it, it kind of had the marvel team up vibe of like the doctor strange issues where He's fighting the lizard people that are can only be defeated by the spider god or whatever. So they kidnap uh -huh. Spider-Man. Uh, yeah, it, it, a little strange. Definitely skippable, but fun. Like, I still enjoyed watching this one. Sure. So, uh, yeah, it's kind of like a like a middle of the road. Like, it's a fun one. And I uh, I had fun watching it, but I don't think I'd go out of my way to, like, recommend it either. Good point. Yeah, I, that's I, I pretty much agree with you. Um, but I did like seeing the different lizards and the different shades of green they use sure. for each character. So that was cool. Yeah, they but, they look really interesting. It just doesn't feel like it necessarily belongs in this universe of Spider-Man. Like, right. nothing has been established to develop an underground lizard yes. gladiator arena and a whole society of these people. Exactly. Um, so, yeah, you know. So yeah, mild recommendation, right? Mm -hmm. And I love that. Deb, love Kurt. Oh as yeah, well. we love Deb. Kurt Everyone Connors loves is... Deborah Whitman. That's the rule yeah. of the show, right? I, I, it's just so great seeing that she actually has something to do here, right? Yeah, it's fun. Mm. Uh, but on that but, note, we're yeah, gonna, are, are we? Is there anything else to say about this episode? No, I was gonna say let's move on to uh, the finale of season four. There you go, the episode prowler. 11. Yeah, partners in danger, chapter. <laughs> 11, the 11 the prowler yeah. Yeah. odd number to end on but whatever yeah sure um okay um let me just pull up the episode so i sure. can have um a and, uh i can scrub I, through and kind of sure refresh and as myself you're saying that let's on. remind view viewers and listeners that the prowler did appear in into the spider-verse he's a classic yep. spider-man character invented in the 60s by stanley and john ramita senior He's got a right. great costume, partially ripped off by Spawn, by Todd McFarlane. I thought the Prowler, the Prowler was introduced before Spawn, no? Uh, no, that's what I'm saying. Oh, oh, okay. He was okay. ripped off by Spawn, yeah. Right, Yeah, okay. the Prowler's from like the late 60s. Spawn is from 92, I think. So, gotcha, yeah. yeah. Did I say that backwards? Oh, well, I, I thought I thought so. I could have also like heard it backwards. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> but uh, okay, so we catch up with Spidey. He's doing Spidey things. He goes back into his apartment building and he turns back into his Peter pa uh, Peter Parker costume, or I guess clothes. Um, and the Prowler actually shows up and threatens Peter Parker and says, "Like, where's Spider Man? I know you know who he is. I know you guys have a deal together." Let, like tell me what's going on peter's like i don't even know who you are what's going on he takes off his mask and he reveals that he's hobie brown right. and uh peter says uh who who's that 
Um, uh, because of course we know as an audience who he is reading the comics, but uh, he has not shown up in the show yet. So the rest of the episode for the most part is a, a big flashback episode. Um, and it's Prowler kind of telling the origin of who he is. Um, and kind of how he became to be and how he's tied in with Spider-Man. So we see that he originally was just kind of this hired goon for this guy named, oh, frick if I remember, not not Mr. Freeze. The Iceberg. Uh, the Iceberg. Or, or, or just Iceberg, yeah. Right. Who, by the way, I'm, I'm not sure. Is, I don't think he's from the comics, is he? I have never heard of this character I've never before. Heard of I don't, him either. I don't even remember him. Like I don't remember this episode even like watching it. So me, me neither. Okay. Um. So yeah, I'm not familiar with this guy, but he's not super important. He's just no. like, uh, um, like a gang leader that has superpowers that Hobie is working for. So, um, Hobie is caught saying that he kind of wants to like. St- skim off the top and make a little bit of extra cash from the jobs he's doing and um iceberg hears this and immediately confronts him and tells his other goons to off him hobie ends up escaping um and he is at one point caught uh stealing money from mj and peter parker sees this so he quickly changes into his spidey costume and stops him to get his purse and or get her purse and her money back and he ends up going to jail because of this in jail he actually protects um he protects this guy that is being like bullied i guess in jail or like taunted and stuff and it ends up being the rose wilson fisk's son and because of that uh, when Hobie gets out of jail, he actually gets out of jail early as a favor from the Kingpin. And the Kingpin decides that he's going to, as a thank you, give him a cool new costume, which is the Prowler costume. Right. Tells him all the cool updates on the costume and what it's about. It's got these cool metal claws. It's bulletproof, all of this stuff. No strings attached. Uh, well, it turns out that, that there definitely were strings attached. Right. He uses this to take down Iceberg. And as he's kind of addressing his new um, uh uh, uh, goons as he becomes the leader of this gang uh, he starts getting electrified and this robot flies in and starts projecting a hologram of kingpin as he kind of re- kind of reveals that ha 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 guess what there actually are strings attached um you have to come back to my headquarters to recharge unfortunately batteries aren't included and um if you try taking the costume off there's actually an explosive device and you'll die so um he has to go back and uh team up with kingpin uh and that is why he is trying to find spider-man because he wants to team up with Spider-Man to take down Kingpin. So then we kind of cut back to present day. And um, Peter informs Spider-Man after helping uh, Hobie kind of take control of the 
the the electric shocks that are shocking him. Spider-Man comes and like destroys the device, and the two of them team up and stop Kingpin and release Hobie Hobie Brown from his like uh, imprisonment in the costume. So we kind of see that like Prowler ends up being po- a possible ally for Spider-Man in the future, um, even though he's kind of like a vigilante. He is a costumed person, but kind of doing things for his own gain and a villain. So maybe we'll see him uh, turn to being a full hero later on. Then we see kind of like a little vignette of uh, Peter bringing flowers to MJ at a restaurant. So then, I'm confused. Yeah. Is this the first appearance of the Prowler or have we seen him before? In the show, this is yeah. the first appearance. Yeah. Wow. But they act like he's been in it before, don't they? That Yeah. So... They act like he's been in it before at the beginning, and then they make it a flashback. So okay, as an audience member, we're like, who is this guy? And then when he's telling Peter Parker who he is, um, he is showing us the origin of, of how he is tied in with, with Spider-Man. So okay. apparently Peter was lying at the beginning when he said, I don't know who you are, because he didn't want to reveal that he was Spider-Man. Okay, okay. Yeah. Um huh. so yeah, this was pretty fun. I don't it's been a while since we've seen or heard from the Prowler in the comics. I remember he was Hobie Brown was a more well-known character and like around when we first started reading comics in the early 80s. Um and I believe actually at the time we saw the original prowler and then he kind of gave it gave up being the prowler and then somebody stole the costume and there was a new prowler at the time that was like running around i don't remember that no i no, when was that that was like early in the 80s oh i don't remember yeah. that at all we read that prowler. yeah what i don't remember that at all yeah it was sure it, it was pretty early it was pretty early on. No, it was definitely the Prowler, and I believe uh, Hobie Brown went to like prison or something for being the Prowler. And then when he came out, he's like, "I'm done. I'm not doing this anymore." And the costume sat around in some sort of facility, and then it was stolen, and it was used by some other person who was using it to like rob banks and stuff. Damn, you're right. The second version of the Prowler appeared in Spectacular 47, October 1980, which you and I definitely read. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, it's been it's been quite it's been quite some time. Okay. Um Rick Lawson, I think maybe. Well the original was let me see. Well here. it was Hobie Brown was the original. Yeah, then um unnamed. Then Rick Lawson was the third Prowler. Oh, okay. Okay. Who appeared in Sensational Spider Man number sixteen. Then the fourth one was Aaron Davis, who appeared in Ultimate Comics Spider Man mm-hmm. number one. Right. Anyway, anyway. So yeah, uh, I've always liked the Prowler. Very cool costume. Again, we mm-hmm. said probably partially inspired Spawn. Um, you know, good character. I like this episode. The fact that I didn't realize that he hadn't appeared before was kind of weird. But um, that's my fault. But yeah, mm. this was a pretty interesting episode. Like, I don't know. It was kind of something different, right? Yeah. I, I also <sighs> think that this is the best episode of Kingpin yet. Because... We kind of actually see him doing something and like mm-hmm. see that his reach and his kind of powers actually have um, 
some weight. So like getting him out of jail early, making a deal with him, giving him the costume and then being like, haha, I tricked you, you idiot. Like now you're like in, you know, servitude to me because you can't take this costume off. So uh, now you're kind of just going to be like my henchman and work for me from now on. So that was kind of nice to see uh, the kingpin be the bad guy without having Mm -hmm. to like have a big punch him up fist fight bad guy. Um, yeah, I like this character a lot. Uh, I even liked the backstory that they made. I'm not sure if this is his backstory in the comics. Um, yeah, I don't really know either. <clears throat> I don't but, know much about him, but yeah, mm-hmm. it was pretty interesting though. Yeah. I mean, the animation is yeah. always good. What are you mm-hmm. going to say about the animation? You know, this is a <laughs> right. solid good one. So no complaints yeah. about that. It was a little bit more down to earth versus the one that we just watched with all the mm-hmm. lizard people. Right. So that was yeah. good. So that's always a plus. So overall, yeah, I definitely think this was, this was a good episode. So yeah, I recommend this one. What do you think? Yeah, same. Sweet. Very good one. So now we're going to jump to All right. Spider-Man Season 5, Episode 1, The Wedding. That's and right. And I'm, I'm going to see if I can summarize this one, okay? Okay. So I actually thought they were going to pull the rug out from under us and say that, well, I'll, I'm not going to spoil it. Okay. Who knows what happens in this episode? <laughs> But basically, we start off with the lizard robbing a... Or not the lizard. The scorpion robbing a bank. And, you know, doing his thing. And he, like, captures Aunt May, which kind of reminds me of... I think it was Spider-Man 2. Spider-Man 2, yeah. Dr. Octopus kidnaps Aunt May, right? Mm -hmm. Or, as she's called in this show, Aunt May. (laughs) Right. Should point out the difference there. Um, So, Spider-Man eventually tracks them down. And he fights the scorpion, rescues Aunt May. And, um... Oh, we should we should back up and say that uh, Peter Parker, or sorry, was getting um, a gift from Aunt May, which was um, her family heirloom ring, right? Right. And he was going to give it to Mary Jane for their wedding. Um, meanwhile, Harry Osborn is going through um, like psych, not psychotherapy. But <laughs> uh, yeah, oh, well, like he, he, like he's talking to a psychiatrist, and it's yeah. like. This doctor to kind of help him through his like right. breakdown and seeing visions of his father. Um, it definitely feels like it's in like a some sort of psych ward. Like I thought right. he was in jail. Yeah, true, 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 true. Right, like because he's that it looks like Gotham Asylum when Arkham they're in Asylum, there. Yeah, or is right. it, sorry, Arkham Asylum. Yeah. Like it's it's so dingy yep. and it's like a castle. Almost on the inside. It's terrifying. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, so the funny thing about this is that when the um therapist is you know, it's funny when they have therapists in these TV shows and, and like the therapist will be like, you know, you believe in aliens, but aliens aren't real. And you're thinking, but actually they are, because we have scrolls and Cree <laughs> and all these other, you don't you don't even like, you can't yeah. say that. So in this show, she's like, Well, you believe it's Peter Parker, Spider-Man, and Norman Osborn is the Green Goblin, but they're not. And I'm thinking, but they are. And how do you know they're not, right? Like, unless you have another candidate, how do you know Peter Parker's not Spider-Man, right? Yeah. Am I am I am I by myself here on this point, or no? I mean, like, yeah, it does make sense. It's like, yeah, like somebody's Spider-Man. He's got a mask, right? Anyway, um, okay, back to the episode. So, um. So then, um, oh, so th- at this point, um, 
he uh, he's still friends with Mary Jane, but Mary Jane comes to the psych ward and tells Harry that she is going to marry Peter Parker, and he's very shocked, but doesn't really say anything about it. And she's like, well, you know, I thought it'd be better to hear it from me rather than someone else, whatever, right? Mm-hmm. So then meanwhile, this makes Harry kind of go a little bit over the edge. And so then in the meantime, uh, what's his name? Kingpin calls Peter Parker into his office, and he's like, what the heck is this? And then what is what does Kingpin offer him? I don't remember. He wants to pay for MJ and Peter's wedding. Right. And it turns out that it's like this big publicity stunt because he just bought a rival newspaper to the Daily Bugle. Right. And this is like a headline thing because Peter, I guess at some point, saved the Kingpin. So this is his way of repaying him. I don't remember right. exactly when that happens, but. Right. Yeah. So then meanwhile, Harry Osborne breaks out a asylum jail and then um hooks up with uh what's his name Smythe, mm-hmm. right the guy who's got like uh gargoyle feet and weird <laughs> things on his shoulders his character's right. so bizarre yeah and um and then it's so funny because he's kind of being influenced by the memory of norman osborn and at one point we see harry osborn's reflection in like a metal thing and it's green goblin and he's like making a deal with Smythe. And it just as like the deal goes through, he looks over at the reflection and Green Goblin kind of does this. Uh, I'm, I'm watching it. He kind of like looks over mm-hmm. and he kind of goes like he does like the OK sign. It is so <laughs> funny anyway. So, yeah. So, like, obviously he's being manipulated. But like, again, we're not. this is actually not like a memory. This is isn't this like the actual Green Goblin from like another dimension or something. Right. Yeah. So. He's in like limbo where Mary Jane was yeah. for like an entire year, right? Yeah, and we still don't know how MJ got back. Yeah, right? yeah, which is bad writing, but whatever. Okay. <laughs> All right, just want to yeah. make sure we're on the same page. Right, right. So anyway, so now we get to the wedding, and uh, of course it's a it's a superhero wedding, so there has to be a supervillain attack. So Green Goblin um, swoops in and kidnaps Mary Jane, and is like flying around with her, and then uh, Scorpion shows up, Black. Uh, cat shows up and then um and then we cut over to um spidey and black cat breaking into or sorry no the kingpin sends one of like his robot with his kingpin face on it right mm-hmm. and yeah. uh he's, he's yeah. breaking in and harry osborne's got um mary jane and he's trying to he's trying to marry her like force her into marriage meanwhile spider-man and black cat break in and they confront Harry Osborn, and then um, Felicia Hardy, basically, uh, does she confess her love? Yeah, she does, right? No, not Felicia Hardy, Liz Allen. Liz Allen, sorry, yeah. sorry, Liz Allen, they look the same. Liz Allen confesses her love for Harry, and they kind of walk off together. Black Cat finishes fighting the robots. Spider-Man, you know, reconciles with MJ, not reconciles, but kind of like gets back together with her. Then it ends with Peter and Mary Jane getting married. Happily ever after, right? That's right. Until it's erased by Joe Cazada. Thank you, Joe. <laughs> Thank you. Anyway, oh, a little joke at the end. Uh, J. Jonah Jameson gives them a gift, and he gives them, like, the keys. And he's like, oh, what is this, the keys to a new car? And when they get in the car, it's, like, this piece of crap van. You know, like well, It's a Daily Bugle van. Yeah, like it's a Daily van. Bugle van. Yeah, yeah so that's kind yeah. of, like, the joke. But anyway, and then at the end, we see <clears throat> Green Goblin kind of, like, calling in. Heaven. in. Yeah, like from like the other dimension, like, oh, I can't believe this is what happened, whatever. And that's basically the end. 
Yeah. So here's the thing. This was actually, I thought, a pretty good episode. Uh, I don't agree with Peter and Mary Jane being married, but <sighs> I'm going to hold my prejudice aside and say that this was a fairly decent episode. What did you think? Yeah, there. it felt like just so much happened and so much was crammed into the episode. Okay. I just felt like we needed a little bit more time to breathe. Um, right. I, I liked a lot of the stuff that happened. I liked the whole kingpin angle and giving him a reason to be in the picture without him like pulling the strings in the background. Like, right. He's there pulling the strings for, but for a completely different reason. It's right. for his personal gain for the his new newspaper that he bought. So that's super fun. Like that. Um, does the scorpion need to be here? No, not at all. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it's really just so. Spidey can have a fight at the beginning of this episode, right. and then um, he doesn't really show up until the end when he hops on one of the robots' gliders, like on the back, and he shows up to the wedding, um, but doesn't really do much. Like, I think he fights Black Cat, but uh. he just kind of is done with by the end. So, I feel like if they took Scorpion out, we could have a little bit more time maybe to add Felicia in, give her like a better reason for being there and like catch audiences back up with her being the black cat. So when she turns back into the black cat at the end, it makes sense. Possibly give a little bit more time to uh, Harry and mm -hmm. seeing him kind of like turn back into the Green Goblin because I felt like it was pretty weak that She's just like, hey, by the way, I'm visiting you in, in you know, in the psych ward. Uh, I'm getting married. And he's like, I have to go. I need to do a, a nervous breakdown now. And right, then leaves. Right. It's like, you know, I, I liked I liked a lot of the stuff that happened. I just felt like I it was so rushed. Um, I did watch this. I was telling Mike earlier, too. Uh, I did watch this one late at night so that could also be a reason why i was pretty tired watching this one sure. but um yeah it was all right <laughs> <laughs> it was okay it's just funny because they always think that these marriage episodes require more drama to be added on top of them but if they just focused on the characters i think that would be enough right yeah I think so. Like even if you have a little hint of green goblin or whatever that's fine but we definitely don't need um scorpion coming in definitely not so that was a little bit too much right yeah another thing too is like we also just had harry becoming green goblin and then getting over that right so then in this issue we see him trying to deal with that and then he slips back into the goblin for a couple of hours to fuck up peter and mj's wedding and then right. by the end liz is like oh hey by the way i've always been in love with you and he's like oh okay cured again like he's just like done being the goblin i wonder if he's gonna turn into the goblin again later on but it seems Probably. kind of like this is a worse resolution than what we got last time so right. to bring him back seems kind of like well it's the wedding issue so we've got to do something big so we got to bring back mm -hmm. green goblin or somebody to really like be you know spidey's arch nemesis at their uh at their wedding right and it right. could have just been even kingpin like 
he's paying for the wedding because he has a plan to bring a bunch of robots to the wedding to ruin it. Mm. And he has the scoop because he's going to be there with photographers and planning the whole wedding. So he has complete control of over like this disaster wedding that's going to happen. You know what mm. I mean? So like, yeah. that's even a better angle, I think. And right. then Spidey has to stop Kingpin from ruining the wedding. And, uh, JJ's ends up being the one that gets all the pictures at the end. So the bugles got the scoop and then MJ and Peter ride off in their van or whatever. Um, I, yeah, I, it was okay. It wasn't bad. I just feel like there's plenty of other things they could have done for, for right. this without having it to make it this huge spectacle with bringing back the goblin and throw scorpion in there. We'll have Kingpin and JJ and just like, so much crammed in into 22 minutes. I totally so, agree. Yeah. Uh, while, while I did enjoy it, I just thought it could have been a lot better, I think, and was maybe a little... I, I think I enjoyed it a little bit less than the other two. Sure, that's fair. So this is actually the beginning of season five, and this is the last season, right? Mm -hmm. Interesting. We, uh, we are going to be reviewing every single episode Going forward, like we, we've kind of started in the last, started with season four, I think we started doing every episode. Mm -hmm. So be sure to join us. We're also going to be jumping back to the comics next week, and we're going to be reviewing Amazing Spider Man 319 and 320, Spectacular 154 and Web 54, and we'll have a special guest with us, Lisa LaBeouf, Langi, uh, Lang Lua, Lang, Lane, Luther. I don't know what her actual last name is, but she'll be joining us. So be sure to join us and it'll be a good time. And Josh, you can take it from here. Yeah, thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast. Really helps when you leave us a review or a comment. Um, you can find us on Facebook or Twitter on our website at the Comic Book Syndicate. Uh, you can find all our podcasts there or anywhere else you can find podcasts. Um, let us know what you guys think about the issues or podcast episodes or the TV episodes that we're going to be talking about. Um, let's keep that comics conversation going. That's right. And until next Monday, spider friends, go for, go for it! it!